Hey peeps, this episode might be a little different. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm, I'm actually a little bit more more reflective today. The speed mentor's a bit reflective. Steve Walrus. He's just bitballing today. I might actually be using this episode to think through some of my own shit and to use the episode to work some stuff out and I'm doing it in your time because you're listening. And my, my desire, as you know, has always been with the podcast and LinkedIn where I spend most of my online time in part to document my journey, in part to provide you with the tools to make the most out of what you've got in your own fucking trunk, but also to evidence the progress I make from applying this stuff in my own life. And then finally to showcase those people who've embraced my message and got out of their own silos um, and the message has enabled them to thrive and I want to showcase them. Because as we all know, There are any amount of people on Dickhead Island who will tell you not to bother, that it's all fake, just to accept what you're given, or who the fuck do you think you are for aspiring to this or that? What's the point in doing the hard work to to build something when you can just buy it on tick for a short-term hit in any event? Um, Now, I'm here to give you some tough love, but to try and show you the way too. But I have another goal in life, which is usually aligned with all that good stuff, um, which is that... I want to become, by objective, measurable fact, the number one entrepreneur that Northern Ireland has ever had. As I said before, if number two to Andrew Cuthbert, I'll take that as a win. Now, my journey to help others is usually very aligned to that. And for the last five years or so, I've been able to do that and show that through social media and bring it all together quite nicely. I have to say so myself, hashtag humble brag there. Uh, But today, in truth, the intensity of what I'm doing and trying to achieve on the venture capital and innovation stuff um, that I'm doing with the change is making it very difficult for me to do this bit for you, this bit for you that I'm doing here. Now, maybe, for instance, I should be doing a podcast on venture capital or startups instead of the nature of the one that I'm doing here for you today. Maybe I should be interviewing founders or giving my views on the latest tech innovations and opportunities. Maybe, maybe... Maybe it's selfish of me to unload this stuff onto your ears. Uh, I should be thinking out the strategy and working it out on my own. Or maybe it's important that I do share this stuff as it will help you when you're analysing the elements of your own journey that need to be pruned or doubled down on or outsourced or set fucking fire to. Now, if you want the truth, there are a few things going through my head at the minute and I don't know which way things will fall. Now, the blessings... I have from being able to help others at a reasonable scale along my journey is something I'm very grateful for. Now the journey I'm on now though is so intense that I may have less ability to help others at scale and in truth I worry about that. I'm comforted that I will be helping many that I'm working very closely with within the, the venture capital business and the startup end of things and that one day there'll be a ta-da! Look at all the amazing fucking shit we've created and the value to all these other people that have worked with us. But what? But what if that's not, that ta-da moment, what if that's not as satisfying as the value I could have put out there into the world in my usual channels? Now, I've also a little battle going on in my head about evergreen content versus um, the content that people read 
need right now to get them through the Rona. And that's been bothering me a little too. And when I say bother me, I don't take this all the wrong way. I mean, just, you know, I'm thinking about trying to find the best way forward to create the maximum value. This is no pity, pity party. Don't be fucking worrying about that. Although, as I say, even though it's not a pity party, I do want to mention that there are some people in my life right now who are real takers, real selfish people about whom I've got decisions to make. You know, I always say that continuous adding of value and giving your last drop without expectation of reciprocation is the way to success. But sometimes when you're a giver and you give and you give and you give and you continue to give and then one day you can't give any longer for maybe some external reason or because it's all one-way traffic or because you want to test the commitment um, and you temporarily halt your giving to see what happens and you get the inevitable blowback from those that would suck the fucking teeth dry from your breast because they're expecting even more. Well, I have a few like that at the minute and I can feel an audit of my life coming up on a number of fronts. So all of that stuff I've just been talking about, I can feel an audit coming up on my life on a number of fronts. And I'm not sure this is something we've talked about specifically before. Um, We've done all the goal setting and sacrifice setting and all that good stuff. But doing a full audit on your life and your goals and who's in your life should be carried out at least twice per year because it's very easy to become misaligned in your life. And I see it all the time through the lens of social media. I see someone who's uh, got a great USP or an angle on something and an opportunity that they're in prime position to exploit. And half the time they're off chasing something else um, that's showing them a little bit of fucking angle. Do you know what I mean? And they come back round to the goal that they've got there, the mind that's right in front of them. But they're bringing the wrong tools or they've strapped themselves to the wrong people to help them mine it. Or they're looking in the wrong place because their focus just isn't right. So I had not any fucking idea where this episode was going uh, when I started. And I'm picking up a thread now. And this is something we can all do together to kick us on to the next level. And I'm going to do it now too along with you. Let's do an audit on our lives or on our business lives. I mean, the same principles apply in an an event. I mean, it's just life after all. Now, I'm keeping this audit really simple and straight. I'm going to keep this audit really simple and straightforward with just three main pillars. And if you spend the rest of the day doing it in your life, you'll come up with some answers that might surprise you, but will help you find your true course and lead you to fulfillment and success. Now, number one, part one of the audit It all needs to be aligned. Okay? Part one of the audit. It all needs to be aligned. So what are your goals? Where do you want to get to in three or five years? Is it a promotion? A new business? Creating a nest egg? Changing the world like me? Or or to have uh, more money? Or to develop an idea? Or to bring joy uh, to others? Whatever that may be. Um, And then you've got to think about what that is. And then make a diary of one week of your activity. So make a diary of one week of your activity of all the things that you're spending time on. And in that diary, whether it be what work you're doing or what hobbies you have or what time you're spending with friends and family and score everything that you've done during that week using a traffic light method. So a red, an amber and a green to see whether it adds value to or is aligned to what your goals and ambitions are. Now, my advice 
Here's a real easy one to start with. Here's a real easy one to start with when you're looking at this. Analyse your social media time, both in terms of the content you're producing and in the content you're consuming. Start there. It will probably tell you most of what you need to know about whether you are aligned. And cut any shit that's red and keep the amber under review until your next audit and keep pruning until everything is green and it's all aligned. So that's the first one. It all needs to be aligned. Analyse what you're doing for an entire week and see if it's aligned to whatever your three to five year goals are. Okay, part two of the audit. Part two of the audit is this. You need to enjoy it. You need to enjoy it. Now, I'm not going to give you some glib shite about finding something you enjoy doing and make a living from it and you'll never work a day in your life because that's a crock of fucking shit. As every entrepreneurial journey um, that has any scale involved with it, um, there's all sorts of shite you won't like doing on your entrepreneurial journey if you have any skill at all. There's management, there's financials, there's design, there's marketing, there's sales, there's ideation and so much more. And no one likes all of it. People prefer some elements of it. So when I say you need to enjoy it, set the short-term goals, the medium-term goals, the long-term goals, which will give you an appreciation and hopefully even an enjoyment of the actual process, the journey itself. Um, sometimes the mundane stuff you can get enjoyment from it whenever you're hitting short term goals because you see that it was of value to get you to those goals. Now you can always you can always outsource the parts of your work that you don't like, but remember that when you are outsourcing and managing that, rather than abdication of that to somebody else who's unlikely to deliver. You gotta keep management of it and you gotta keep responsibility for it. So you gotta enjoy that, but you only have to create a work framework. So you have to create a framework of what you're working towards. Now use the red, amber, green again, folks. So if there's elements of the entrepreneurial journey that you don't like, they're real red, really great, absolutely despise. Can you outsource those? Can you bring in a team member to do them for you? And so you're working really hard and diligently on the green stuff as much as possible. So number three, part three of the audit. Who's on the journey with you? Who is on the journey with you? I think people find this the toughest to do. There's those friends or colleagues or employees that have been kicking around. and We just can't face upsetting or hurting them or perhaps even distancing, social distancing them ourselves from them. There are lots of anchors and wankers in your life. Everybody has those in your life. Those that slow you down or sabotage you or backstab, or backstab you or talk shit about people all the time. Trust me, if they're talking shit about other people, they'll be doing exactly the same about you behind your back. So analyse your business partners, analyse your life partners. If you can then stand over that you're not the problem and that you're bringing the good stuff to the party, but that you're not getting the same back back in return, then it's time to move on and bend them. Now, it's a cliche that you're the average of the five people you spend most time with. But that one actually is true. Now, have a good look at your five people that you spend most time. You are the average of them. Now, I think I've mentioned in the past um, that many years ago, I used to arrive in the pub every Friday. I was in the pub every fucking night at that stage. But anyway, I used to arrive in the pub with these particular friends every Friday night. This was in my late 20s. And I always had a load of excitement about what I'd achieved that week. And I was like a new puppy, really excited to tell everyone what I'd achieved that week. And I was really interested to hear what everyone else 
had been up to every week. Now, no one else, every single week, no one else had been up to any interesting stuff. And every week I'd go, look lads, if I pull this off, I don't want to be the only one on my desert island. Uh, it's weird that I said desert island and Waller's Island. That's <laughs> actually come about. That's really weird. But um, you guys need to really get your fingers out because I'm, you're going to be working for a living for the rest of your lives. You're going to be working for an hourly rate for the rest of your lives. And I could be on the desert island on my own. And I don't want to be there on my own. Now, some people may think I am a wanker. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with them. And by the way, there's absolutely nothing wrong with those guys. They're all good guys. And they're making the right choices for themselves, perhaps. But I wasn't aligned. And I had to move on to people I was more aligned with in terms of my aspiration. Otherwise, I was probably going to give up um, my, my goals because I had nobody to talk to about them. And you must do this too. If you want to level, level the fuck up, you got to do it. But it's not easy. You know... I feel a little bit like I should sing a song for you today, but I doubt there's ever been one written about auditing your life. Uh, maybe I should take a, a leaf out of my own uh, child, um, her, my middle child, her name is Shifra. Um, uh, since I had a talk with her recently about producers and consumers, and she started actually on the back of that talk, she started writing her own songs. Uh, and she's only 10, God bless her. Uh, she'll maybe be Belfast's version of Adele one day, but... Or maybe she should just be her own person. Maybe I should write one of my own songs. Never sung one of my own songs on the podcast. Or maybe I should sing one of Shifra's and she could play the piano in the background. But in the meantime, I'm going to blast this wee tune out because there's only one reason that we're all doing this stuff. I mean, we could be sitting on our sofa watching EastEnders, eating watsits and scratching our balls like all the folk over at Dickhead Island. But we're not because we want to be more we want to achieve stuff we want to be the best that we can be we want to hit the highs i call you when i need you my heart's on fire you come to me come to me wild and wired oh you come to me Give me everything I need Give me a lifetime of promises And a world of dreams Speak the language of love Like you know what it means Mm, And I can't be wrong Take my heart and make it strong Babe You're simply the best Better than all the rest Better than anyone Anyone I've ever met I'm stuck on your heart Hang on every word you say Tear us apart baby I would rather be dead In your heart I see the start of every night And every day In your eyes I get lost I get washed away
Just as long as here in my arms I could be in no better place You're simply the best Better than all the rest Better than anyone Anyone I ever met I'm stuck on your heart I hang on your every word you say Tear us apart Baby, I'd rather be dead Each time you leave me, I start losing control You're walking away with my heart on my soul I can feel you even when I'm alone Oh baby, don't let go You're the best Better than all the rest Better than anyone Anyone I ever met I'm stuck on your heart I hang on your every word you say Tear us apart Baby, I would rather be dead Oh, you're the best Better than all the rest That's a tune That's a tune That's what we're all aiming for, folks We're all aiming to be the best So there you have it And I want it for every one of you You're simply the best or you can be simply the best, but you got to do your audit. Number one, on your alignment. Number two, on your enjoyment. Number three, on your partners. And you should be doing that at least twice a year and using the traffic light system to score it. Hit me up on social if you need any help with that or you need a push to make the big decisions. And I'll be only too happy to help. At the start of this episode, I, was quite, I wasn't quite sure where I was going. I was a little introspective, but now I know. I'm on my way to do my audit too. Whether you actually do yours and become the best or just pay fucking lip service to it, it's your choice. <laughs> <laughs>